There's a genre of reality TV programme that keeps growing in popularity. Hour-long documentaries following the emergency services as they go about their work. Programmes like 24 Hours in Police Custody, Emergency Helicopter Medics, Police Camera Action, Ambulance, 999 Emergency and so on. But we've begun to get used to these, so as they try to make them yet more sensational, they have a new idea. They now follow the emergency services at night. For night is when the drama happens, so the strap lines read... The police face a relentless uphill fight against nighttime crime, and as darkness falls across the country, a legion of police officers patrol the streets, facing incidents with more drink, drugs, and violence than during the daylight. We're told the show producers tell us that policing becomes one hell of a ride when the sun goes down because the number of assaults, sexual violence, antisocial behaviour, drug related incidents, mass street balls, and hate crimes go through the roof. Bad behaviour, it seems, loves the darkness. Welcome back to our study of John's Gospel. I'm Ian, and this is the Sailor Time to Pause podcast from Plexus Salvation Army, an online church in the UK. I will stop and breathe in your presence, just breathe, just breathe. This is the verdict. Light has come into the world, but people loved darkness instead of light because their deeds were evil. Everyone who does evil hates the light and will not come into the light for fear that their deeds will be exposed. But whoever lives by the truth comes into the light so that it may be seen plainly that what they have done has been done in the sight of God. It seems there's nothing new in the world. The bad behaviour under the cover of darkness that fuels the reality TV shows of today is not a new invention, but is as old as the hills and already a well-established pattern when Jesus walked on earth. We instinctively know, whether we acknowledge it or not, that when we're sneaking around, when we crave the cover of darkness for our acts, we're acting in ways we would not act like if the lights were on. That's why we do it in the dark. The contrast between light and darkness is a theme that continually recurs throughout the Gospel of John. The scene was set back in the opening iconic verses of the first chapter. Jesus is the light who enters a world saturated in darkness. But not everyone is happy to have light enter their lives, so the light immediately starts to create division. Just like the creation of light in Genesis 1 separated the day from the night, The light who entered the world in John 1 would separate those who love light from those who love darkness. We might have expected that a saviour who came to free people from their darkness would be accepted with open arms, but it turned out that all too many preferred their darkness. We see this in the musical The Phantom of the Opera by Andrew Lloyd Webber, where Raoul, the phantom, trying to seduce Christine, sings the following lines. Close your eyes, for your eyes can only show the truth. And the truth isn't what you want to see. In the dark, it is easy to pretend that the truth is what you want it to be.
There's probably not many of us that would openly say, Yep, that's me. I love the darkness. I don't really like coming into the light because I am evil. Boy, everything I do is bad. And I don't want folk to know that. I wouldn't want all of you people to see them. That wouldn't make me look too good, now would it? No, we probably wouldn't say that, at least not out loud, but we certainly do feel it in the depths of our heart. After all, we want to put our best selves forward. We want to decide what people see of us. Like Elizabeth will talk about on Wednesday, we try to curate our image and create a false self that we put on display for others. Just as we want others to think our life is brilliant even when we may be struggling, so too we want others to see how good we are even if we're not really that good. We want to manage our image. So when John tells us that light is coming to the world, he's telling us that this is no longer going to be possible. The dark places are now going to be bright and what we try to hide is going to be exposed. Yet this is not as threatening as it may otherwise seem because we must remember the context of this passage. When Jesus says this, he's only just finished telling Nicodemus about the greatness of God's love. Men may love darkness, but God loves men. The context of this verse is telling us that we do not need to curate our self-image to God, for he already sees even those things that we try to hide from the world, and he still loves us. We don't need to hide anything from him in order to keep his love, and we don't need to construct a false image in order to make him love us. He knows it all already and loves us. Returning to the Phantom of the Opera, Christine's response to Raoul is that she sings, All I want is freedom, a world with no more night. Promise me that all you say is true. That's all I ask of you. A world with no more night where we need to hide nothing. In those words, Andrew Lloyd Webber captures something of the desire of every human heart, a world where we may be totally seen and also totally loved. This is the promise of the Gospel of Jesus. How great this love Or it's moving on my mountains This perfect love it's casting out my fear How great this love Oh, it welcomes me like family And anywhere I go It meets me there Cause He is good And He is God What I